Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People living by Rotary's motto of service above self. And today, Jonah, our special guests are fellow Rotarians Susan Osterhout and Pompey Delafield, and we'll be talking about their helping children learning to read. And so, good morning, Good morning. Susan. Good morning. And good morning, Pompey. Good morning. And Don't you uh, love these names? I do. It's almost as exotic as Jonah Trebowasser. <laughs> and almost, almost. And we're going to be talking about the Madagascar Project. So we have a lot of glamorous words that we'll be throwing about today. Especially the most glamorous of all, Hyde Park Rotary, which you folks belong to, right, Susan? Yes, we do. It's a wonderful organization. And uh, Pompey, uh, tell us, what uh, got you folks interested in helping children to read in Madagascar, of all places? Well, we we share um, we share uh, a married couple. Uh, her daughter and my son are married. Is that and right? Yes. Oh. <laughs> all right, I've got, another, I've got another exotic word for you. All right, are you ready for this? Mokhatanista. Okay. That's Yiddish. That's Yiddish for the relationship between the in-laws of a married couple. Oh, so okay. she is your machatenister, and you are the machatoinim. Great. Okay. I won't try and answer that one. <laughs> so that's the, that's the end of the Yiddish okay. lesson, folks. Okay, we're not going to be pronouncing that word. We have enough words that we that's have to right. pronounce Madagascar. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, you, so uh, yes, our, kids, our kids are married, and right. uh, it, after they were married, they went in the Peace Corps. Oh. And they served in Madagascar for two years. Right. And uh, so all of this stems from the fact that uh, we share this, this relationship. And, and um, they got us going on a village. And actually, Margie, my wife, and I went and visited them in the village of Imorna uh, back in 2007. Uh, which was quite a trip. If you've ever been to Madagascar and Susan, no, I have never been. Susan, have you been? We have. We have. My husband and I went there in 2006, and that's where the library project was, was born. born. Yes, okay. from that trip. You know, for, for those like me who are geographically challenged, where is Madagascar? Madagascar is an island off the east coast of Africa, Africa. Right. below the equator. Okay, and um, what made your kids decide to join the Peace Corps, Poppy? I think that basically they were living in Seattle and they wanted a different type of experience. Uh, they wanted to get out and help people and, and, and do something that they hadn't done before. So this was uh, the, the method of doing it. Of that. course, your child. Now, is it the son or the daughter that's yours? The son. So your son. son, of course, comes by it uh, honestly because there's a history of public service in your family. You served as a town supervisor in Hyde Park. I served as a supervisor in Hyde Park. I've also taught school in, uh, uh, over in Nepal. Uh, so we've we've spent time doing different things in different parts of the world. Yes, my all right. So we have uh, two wonderful young people dedicated to service to humanity, as Rotary is, joining the Peace Corps, and they get you interested in going to Madagascar. But why reading as opposed to clean water or some other need, uh, Susan? I'm going to let Susan oh, answer. Yes, go ahead. This. Yeah, I'm a retired school librarian, and so reading in libraries have always been very prominent in my life and in my daughter and son's life also. And when we were leaving after our trip to Madagascar, I asked if there was anything I could do to help the village that so embraced them. And so Sarah immediately said, yes, we need books. The children want to learn to read English, and there are no facilities there for them. So I said, 
a project, <laughs> yay. <laughs> and so I immediately thought about starting a library. And she made me promise that I d- wouldn't just write a check, that I would turn it into some sort of meaningful activity. So That I, would involve the community? That would involve the community mm-hmm. and my former students. I was retired at the time. Now, do they, do they normally speak English in Madagascar, or is it a different language? It's a different language. The language of the people is Malagasy which mm-hmm. is a combination of different Indonesian, African, and French languages mm-hmm. because they had been owned by France for a All long right. time. And French is spoken in the larger cities and often the thing of commerce. That's the more formal language. Correct. In it's Madagascar. Exactly right. okay. It's exactly right. But they wanted to learn English? They wanted to learn English as well as French. So I collected some books, and I had the little kids do different projects to collect some money. And I went around, and I spoke to people who would then give me donations, mostly to stop talking about it. <laughs> and that's the best Sometimes that's the, best. the way it works, right? It's, it worked for me, and it worked <laughs> for the community. So the first boxes of books arrived in 2007, I believe, when Pompey and Margie were actually in the village. And in that first shipment were books and cards and pockets to set up a library, maps, globes, tape, pencils, everything for a library, and a manual that I wrote on how to set it up. But I also said, if a library isn't in your culture or something you can't use, you may use these materials any way that helps the village. You can give them to the school. You can give them to the individual families. You can sell them to help you get through hungry season, which is a very difficult time. So the books. Oh, no, explain that hungry season. Hungry season yeah. after they after their crops are gone and yeah. sold out, there is often not enough food oh. to go through, or if the fishing yeah. isn't that good, mm-hmm. and so, it's a time of illness. So in this village, is that the commerce for? Is that the industry, so to speak? Is that what people do? They're farmers. Yes, they're farmers. There's a big vanilla production. Mm-hmm. and cloves and fishing and some handcrafts, and that's the mainstay, I believe. Can, can I just say, sure. this, this village, um, it's amazing to go to. As We went there, and literally, you go for miles on the main road, which is a dirt road which you wouldn't even imagine in this country under the worst conditions, crossing every river by any means possible, including putting a snorkel on the vehicle so they can drive through the river because the bridge is out. Um, and so we're talking about a very remote area here. This mm-hmm. is not a place, although I must say I had fun there uh, because up on the hill you could get cell phone coverage and I actually Is that right? held a town meeting in the town of Hyde Park from uh, up on the hill okay. <laughs> in the morning. I can't imagine what the cell phone bill was like. <laughs> oh, anyway, now back to uh, let uh, Susan go on. And in the village, as Pompey was explaining, very rural, it's in the northeast sector, there's no main water, there's no electricity, there's basically no infrastructure. So the book sat in Sarah and Nat's house for a while because no one really knew what to do with them. And one of the town leaders, Martin, was looking at them. And one day, a little boy opened up a pop-up book, never having seen one. And the lights went on. And Martin said, now I get it. Now I know. So he moved everything to his house and would put a banner up that said, Biblioteca Hita which means to discover, learn, and grow, the library to discover, learn, and grow. And when he came back from the fields, he would hang the sign out in his yard 
to signal that everybody in the village, especially the children, could come and touch the books. Uh. <laughs> and this must have been tremendously exciting, not just for, for you and, and you, Pompey, but also for the kids. It was, it was amazing. And they eventually wrote a grant to the U.S. Embassy, which is no longer available, with, uh, to get enough money to build a structure. Mm-hmm. And so they actually built a structure with a public library and at the first ever, we believe, in Madagascar, and it turned into a community center. Uh-huh. And organically, all these small groups emerged. Kids were teaching the adult women who hadn't gone on to school to learn to read in Malagasy because I had also sent money so they could buy books in their own language. language. Mm -hmm. Everybody started teaching each other, and it became the heartbeat of the village, as libraries can. Mm -hmm. Well, I know, Susan, uh, as a professional librarian, I can understand your interest in this. Pompey, um, what got you really excited about this project? Well, first of all, uh, Sue did. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hard to say no to this lady, huh? It's very hard to say no to her. And at the time, I was trying to get her to join Rotary. So, um, you know, I was sitting there saying, oh, you know, this is fascinating. But also with sharing the kids. And the kids were so excited about helping out. They actually run a business of importing vanilla uh, beans out of Madagascar. This is your children when you say, say okay. The kids run a business out mm-hmm. of there so they have a they have an ongoing connection with this village uh, and are having, they still living there or are they back in the states no, now she's uh, she's getting her degree of, uh, at uh, Yale University um, so she's there and mm-hmm. um, and Nat runs the business from uh, New Haven where they now live oh great but they do go back there occasionally and uh, my other son James uh, is a partner of theirs in the business so oh great it's sort of a family business at this point. <laughs> and we're going to learn more about the adventures of Pompey Delafield and Susan Osterhout in just a moment but first let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org my name is Jonah Trebois and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, this week Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Congress Valley Cottage, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Middletown, Millbrook, and Newburgh. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Now we are on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. 
Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second portion of this week's show of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Treepwasser. Hi, Jonah. Hi, Sarah. This is a fascinating show. I, I love shows like this. We're talking to some fellow Rotarians. Right. And they both belong to the Hyde Park Rotary Club, uh, Susan Osterhout and Pompey Delafield, and their adventures of the Madagascar Project. Doesn't it sound like a great movie or spy novel well, you know, or something uh, like that? I've known Pompey for many years. I've known Pompey for many years, and I've always felt, being with my background in radio and all being old enough to remember the old radio serials, uh-huh. that I'd love to do a radio serial with Pompey Delafield. In reality, the masked Avenger gets criminals out of their lairs, you know, like Lamont Cranston, <laughs> well, you know, and Jonah, his gal Jonah, Friday. You and I share another thing, and that is we both play... FDR at various times That's in right. the community. That's we, right. Oh, I didn't we know can, you were a ham bone, too, uh, oh, yeah. Pompey. Absolutely. Yeah. No, well, Pompey, I just Pompey's want to add Rotarian, that as is Susan. Susan Osterhout, with a name like that, she's got to be his gal Friday in that series you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that's right. About. <laughs> okay. That's right. Okay. But <laughs> Susan, about you're your, in. No matter, like it or not, about, you're in. Uh, why they're really here. The why they, <laughs> why Let's talk about Adventures in Madagascar. Yes. And so we know that... Your respective children are married to each other, and that uh, they were uh, in Madagascar. They had a business importing vanilla beans. Well, they have right? a business. They have it. They have it. All right. Yeah. And they had a, and as a plug, it's called F F T F Trading. Company. Okay. Very and good. you can look it up on the web. <laughs> okay. And uh, they got you interested in uh, a literary project in Madagascar, getting uh, books for young people to read. Um, because Miss Susan is a retired librarian. Right. So Susan Osterhout, let's talk about that. Gal um, Friday, Susan <laughs> Osterhout. Um, let's talk for a moment. Do they have a, a, a problem with their educational system? Are children going to school there? Children are going to school there. And in this village in particular, they went to school, but they were 19th out of the 19 districts in that region for the test scores. And so they had difficulty going on to to high school, to Lycee. But a year after the library project, they zoomed to number one. Oh, that's wonderful. After this project. You must must fill your heart. It really and did. Not, it really did. Not to not to digress a little bit, but in the first segment, we did discuss how rural this area was, and that their main source, their industry there, is farming, basically, yes. and that they do go through periods of not having enough food, um, and their basic basic living conditions is probably one of the focuses of their everyday life. So I would assume that education and you know reading a book every night is not at the top of the priority list. It's certain times of, of the year you're absolutely, in a community like, like this. Yes, you're absolutely right. And not only was timing difficult to find that with no electricity once the sun went down, they weren't able to do it. But the project that we had with the funding from that I was able to raise 
and the embassy grant, they had solar panels. So not only was it the only library in the area, it was the only place in the region with a light bulb. My goodness. So people could then gather at night and further their education and have community meetings and things. So the solar panels were important, and that's how Rotary got involved, really saved their lives because... Well, Pompey got you involved as a Rotarian. As a Rotarian. And, and that then, was after you had had founded the Madagascar Library or yes. the Madagascar Project. Okay. Yes. So then you become, fast forward, now you're now a Rotarian in Hyde Park. Yes. I'm a Rotarian in Hyde Park. And in 2011, the area was hit head on with a class three cyclone. No one was injured, which was fortunate, but the library was destroyed. Oh. The, the oh. solar panels were destroyed yeah. and there was difficulty with a lot of the other buildings but they all banded together not one book was lost not one map was lost not one material was lost and it was the first thing rebuilt but the solar panels weren't usable and that's where rotary stepped in we know that's that's uh, one of the great prides of being a rotarian we don't let a little thing like a hurricane or or a (laughs) cyclone uh, get us down we 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 pitch in i mean we roll up our sleeves we were there for (laughs) katrina we were there for sandy hurricane sandy Mm -hmm. and uh, obviously you went out back to madagascar Madagascar, or, or at least helped rebuild their library. Pompey? Well, I, you know, we have a wonderful little club in Hyde Park. It's not you large, do. and but, but it, it's mighty. it takes on the challenges. Yeah. And uh, we got this started by my asking Sue and my son Nat to come and do a program. As you know, Rotary likes to have a program at each one of their uh, meetings. And so we invited them to come and give the program. And it was that program that got our club so excited. They came to me and said, we've got to follow up on this. Uh, we can't just let this go by. Well, you know, now would be a good time to uh, plug the Hyde Park Rotary. Uh, Pompey, uh, when and where do you meet? We, we meet at actually the Hyde Park Elementary School, which uh, they had to close, unfortunately, but it makes a, a wonderful meeting place, and we meet there Tuesday mornings at 7.30 in the morning, uh, right for on... Breakfast? Uh, for breakfast. And, and you're on 9, right? And we're right on Route 9 in the center of town, uh, very easy to find and a wonderful place to meet. So, so do lunch wanna... ladies do breakfast for you? <laughs> 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 no, we actually are catered by a wonderful place in town um, that's called Cranberries, and Cranberries comes and brings us our food every morning. And so, you're in and out and, and before like work. To meet, and we're uh, in and po- out. like to meet Pompey and Susan and enjoy the fun of Rotary. And learn uh, more about the Madagascar Hyde, Project. Hyde Park on Tuesday mornings at 7.30 at the Hyde Park Elementary School. That's and you'll right. be Pompey's right. guest. Uh, uh, we're absolutely Pompey. <laughs> Pompey will pick so up the tab. All of our Absolutely. listeners out here, above and, and beyond the this, Hudson Valley. Sarah, is where you ask me. And Jonah, if somebody wanted to know more about Rotary and the Fellowship, how would they find out about it? Well, if they're not in the Hyde Park area, they should go to rotary.org. That's R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the Club Locator button, type in your hometown, and find out where your local Rotary Club meets and join us for the fun, the fellowship, the food, and the service projects like this wonderful Madagascar Library project, which was headed by our guests here, Rotarians, Pompey Delafield and Susan Osterhout. And let's just say that you can go on that site and find out about a Rotary Club anywhere in the world. That's right. So when we say click the locator button, that is, you know, anywhere, any place, because we get emails and we correspond with people from places such as Australia, Greece, 
yeah, India. And are we doing a shout out to, to somebody today? Well, uh, well, we'll say uh, just shout out to everybody. Okay, today. we'll say hello to Hi everybody. Hi to all our listeners in the Hudson Valley and around the and world. Around the world, especially in Hyde Park, where Pompey Delafield and Susan House to House are doing uh, such good doing work. Great work, Pompey. Well, one of the wonderful things about being a Rotarian is to visit clubs in their other uh-huh. areas of the world. Have I've you been, done that? I've done that in Kathmandu and in oh. Oaxaca, Mexico, and in Bangkok, and so you know it's great. Great well, to be able to do with that. a name Pompey. like Pompey Delafield. Pompey, so met. when they go, they introduce any visiting Rotarians here and secret agent spy <laughs> Pompey Delafield. <laughs> I got to tell up. you one one quick funny story before we get back to the library project. We uh, we're in London. My wife and I are in London, and we attend uh, the uh, Marleybourne Rotary Club as a makeup and uh, the. They had this Did guy. Did Ellen go with you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, okay. and, uh, for luncheon. And they had a guy in a red outfit look just like off the gin bottle, a beef eater, you know? <laughs> and he's got this gigantic mace, and he says, pound, pound, pound with the mace. And he says, our guest is the right honorable Jonah Tree Blosser and his good lady. So, of course, for the rest of the trip, I refer to my wife as my good lady. She was annoyed. <laughs> To say the least. Not I annoyed guess. by you, Jonah. No, no yes, way. Yes, yes. Anyway, Pompey <laughs> Delafield and Susan Osterhout are our guests from the Hyde Park Rotary. are talking about the Madagascar project where they uh, brought books in to help kids read. Was it was it difficult to do that long distance? I mean, it was it tough? I'm, I'm going to turn that over to Sue because Sue is the one who really has taken the lead on that. Sue? It actually was quite easy in the beginning because Sarah and Nat were still on the ground in Imorna. Right. And, so and those I, are your children and who those are, are married to each other. Who are married to each other. It's and of course, the most important question is, do we have grandchildren yet? Yes. Oh, we do. Do we have about five hours to talk about <laughs> You've got about two minutes. We She's do. exceptional in every way. In every way. She's perfect and wonderful, and her name is Willa Ray. Oh, and that's And a future lovely. Rotarian, I'm sure. I think she is already. So in the two minutes <laughs> we have left, um, some people may ask uh, Pompey, well, you know, we have, we have literacy problems here in the United States. Why? overseas why does rotary spend so much time helping things around the world can you can you explain some of that well we we try and build relationships with everyone around the world one person at a time and one community at a time and we had an introduction to a community that we felt we could help and that's why we just started helping them that's it's, what it's all it's about. part of rotary's commitment to world peace uh to help people around the world so that they understand and get to meet americans and understand that we have big hearts like our guests here susan osterhout and pompey delafield from wanna, hyde park from the hyde park rotary and give it another plug pompey when do you meet we meet at 7.30 on Tuesday mornings, every Tuesday morning, at the Hyde Park Elementary School on Route 9 in Hyde Park. Susan and Pompey, thank you so much for everything you do for literacy around the world. It's very thank inspirational. You. This has been a very inspirational story. Right. Thank you so much for sharing And it. thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. It's and our pleasure. It's our pleasure, and thank you for the opportunity to share this. It was great. Come back again and tell us, Sarah O'Connell, who keeps us on the air this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is brought to us this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of New City, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, and Rhinebeck, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary crew, our producer Betty Renner and my co-host Sarah O'Connell and our engineer du jour, the fabulous Bruce Owens, we want to thank you for tuning in and join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. This tree was never chopped down. Because this crutch never needed to be carved. Because these legs never grew weak.
because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Now we're on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org.